Hi, before we get started with today's message, I would like to give you some information on where you can follow me on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, you can search Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps. That is M-A-R-I-E-N-I-C-O-L-E-Z-I-M-M-E-R-P-E-E-P-S. And now on Twitter, you can search encouragement, E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-E-M-E-N-T-W-2. I hope that you would consider looking for me and connecting with me via message and comment. Let's get started, and I hope you enjoyed today's message. Thank you for joining. My name is Marie Nicole. Welcome to Encouragement Notes. I hope that you would join me on this journey of discovering what God wants from your life as I pass on the lessons that I've learned in church and the lessons that I've learned in this life that God has given me. Please join me on this journey every week and I look forward to getting to know you. I hope all is going well today and you're having a beautiful blessed day today I want to hang out with you and finish the sermon series called seven words to change your life and this week's word is Wow so we are going to talk about the well moments that we have as believers and that Jesus calls us to be people that make other people say wow and the way that he does that is in three ways so to kick off the sermon these sermon notes i would like to read a few bible passages to you the first one comes from the book of philippians and it's chapter 2 verses 5 through 8 and it says You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to be clinged to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. And again, that is Philippians 2, verses 5 through 8. And the second passage that I want to read to you comes from the book of John, chapter 13, verses 13 through 17. And it says, You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right because that is what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I tell you the truth. Slaves are not greater than their master, 
nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. So what Jesus is talking about here is he's having a conversation with his disciples before he goes to the cross. Before he goes to the cross to die for our sins. This conversation took place after the Last Supper when Jesus insisted on washing his disciples' feet. So God calls us to have that humility to each other and wash each other's feet in the actions that we do. So the final passage that I want to read to you before I jump into the big idea is 1 John chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. And it says, Dear friends, since God loved us so much, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us. And his love is brought to full expression in us. And again, that is 1 John chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. So the big idea in all of this is that we need to be loved so that others will believe. Let me say that again. We need to be loved so that others will believe. If we have a problem with one of our brothers or sisters or something, somebody who does not believe in Christ, we need to show in our actions that we handle it the way that the Lord would and not in our own human instincts. So our memory verse for this week comes from the book of John and it's verses 34 and 35 and it says, So now I am giving you a new command. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove that the world, to the world, that you are my disciples. So that is saying that he's not calling us anymore to simply love each other as we would love ourselves. Because that is a commandment of the Bible but and a commandment that God gives us. But now he is calling us even deeper into it and love to love each other as he has loved us. So that brings me to the meat of this message. And so I want to get into the three things or the three ways that Jesus loved. Number one, Jesus loved those who could do nothing for him. And there are, there are verses that go along with these passages, but I'm only going to stick to a couple of them. And so you could look this up 
on, um, on your own or it'll be on my blog when I'm finished with this message. But the first set of Bible verses come from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verse 34 through 36. And the second way that Jesus loved is that he loved others who had written people off. Or he, he loved others. Who, oh, he loved those who others have written off. And so we all have those people to, to bring, to bring, um, this point into a better light. We all have those people that we think are unlovable and that we simply do not like. Well, we need to start looking at people in such a light that we say, wow, okay. So God himself could have came for that one person. I mean, he came for everybody. Everybody is somebody to Christ. So he could have come for your worst enemy. He could have come for my worst enemy. I could be somebody's worst enemy and he could have come to die for me. Um... So now I want to dig into the next set of Bible, Bible verses that are the jumping off point of this point. And it says, it comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 9 and 10. Chapter 9, verses 10 through 13. Chapter 9, verses 10 through 13. And it says, later Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. But when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, when Jesus heard this, he said, healthy people don't need a doctor sick people do for i have come not to call those who are righteous but those who know they are sinners and again that is matthew chapter 9 verses 10 through 13. so the third set of people that jesus came for were those who loved him imperfectly and so an example, a prime example of somebody who loved Jesus imperfectly, but Jesus still loved him anyway, is Simon Peter. Simon Peter was the guy who, when Jesus was getting ready to go to the cross, he hid, well, first of all, what Simon Peter did was that at the Last Supper, he swore that he would die with Jesus if he had to. But when push came to shove and at that moment that Jesus was arrested, he swore to a young woman three times that he did not know Jesus. And Jesus knew 
that this would happen and called him out on it before it happened. So we see that Simon Peter loved, or Simon Peter was a person who loved Jesus imperfectly. So in John 21 verse 13, verse three, I'm sorry, it's John 21 verse three, it says, Simon Peter said, I am going fishing. After breakfast, Jesus asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked him this question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. So the reason why Jesus was asking Peter three times, do you love me? Was not because Jesus didn't know that Simon Peter did not love him. He asked him in order for Simon Peter to affirm it three times because the the first thing that we see that he affirmed three times was his denial no i do not know that man no i do not know that man no i do not know that man and by the way what this verse what these verses take me back to is a moment at hume lake where our rec coordinator his name was Ryan. I'll always remember this. Our rec coordinator was in a little skit and this was the skit. He was sitting at a fire and he was talking about when Jesus asked him, do you love me? And he went off into this monologue about how frustrated he was getting. But at the end of the monologue, he said, I know why he did it. So that is something that always, it always brings me back to that moment when I read these verses. So to end this message today, you guys, I want to extend the invitation to you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if you have not done that already, and all you have to do is say, Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I do understand that you love me, even though I'm, I am imperfect, and I am made perfect only through you. I accept you into my life, and I want you to walk with me through this life so I will never be alone again. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I guarantee you that if you prayed that prayer or something like it, that he has heard you and that he will take you on such an adventure 
um, that you will not regret it. I will talk to you guys later. I look forward to sharing the upcoming messages that I have with you guys. Um, I'm looking forward to sharing the new sermon series with you, as well as some thoughts on a change of thought pattern that I have had um, over the past few weeks. So I love you guys and I hope that you know that all of my content is shareable and that I welcome you sharing it. I welcome your comments and your questions and please let me know um, how you heard about my podcast and what has stuck out to you um, over the time that you've been listening. So I will talk to you later. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks again so much for listening. Feel free to leave me a true and honest review on your favorite podcast player. Or you can also message me via my website. I have the audio set up where you can leave me a voice message. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.